Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Trista. Hey. You, you, you want to go you, you, you want to go this way? Is that better? Oh. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. <laughs> I, can't, I, I don't think anybody can say anything on this segment anymore without me being sophomoric. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody so can say anything. What position do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, yo, that gift you tweeted earlier <laughs> Was wild. <laughs> you are wild for that. Uh, you're listening to D'Lo and KC on KIFM West Sacramento, 98.5 FM, KRX, QHD2 Sacramento, ESPN 1320. Driven by Lashers, Elk Grove Dodge, always live on the free Odyssey app. You have a question for Kenny. We'll get to that in just a second. We'll talk hooping. I already and, know the answer. Well, I know. So do I. We all do. But, you know, we just need it for the record. Um, who has a brighter future in the NFL? Baker or Derek Carr? I think Derek Carr. Oh, right. yeah. I, think I, Derek I disagree Carr. with both. Of yeah. Them. You so you think Baker has a better future than Derek Carr? He had a brighter future. Brighter future. <laughs> what is that? What do you I'm mean not by sure. brighter? I'm not what sure. What is brighter? More I mean, is money. That like a small star that explodes. <laughs> I I think he might see. I don't know if Derek Carr is going to be a starting quarterback in the league next year. He should be what? a starting quarterback in the league. Come on, Damian. Come on, Come on. Damien, don't do that. We he just Sam went Donald to the playoffs the... last year. You don't think if you put Derek Carr on the New York Jets, he would oh, yeah. be the starting quarterback of that team? Yeah, Absolutely. he could be the starting quarterback. Would they be better? It's yes. not him. Put him on the Giants. Yes. He, the, the, Giants with the, the Giants got like four losses. That's about to end very soon. And you think it would be different if Derek Carr was the quarterback? Yes. I, I Derek Carr is better than Danny Dimes. Well, that's Stop true. It. I think their futures are about the same. <laughs> no. They would they would scheme differently for Derek Carr. They'd run the offense differently for Darren, Derek Carr. He can throw dimes. Like, the Giants offensively don't have a lot of weapons, right? Like, it's just Slayton out there doing his thing. And Richie James, who I didn't even know. Did you guys know Richie James before this year? Because I, I didn't. I knew because he was like the number one receiver in the, for the 49ers when Kyle Shanahan got here. <laughs> Richie James Jr. We have big I'm hopes like, for Richie him. Richie James. They were 1-15 in 15 that year. <laughs> yeah. We have big hopes for Richie James. <laughs> so, I mean, everybody's been injured. Saquon obviously has been doing his thing, but he's been up and down in terms of his production. Their offensive line has been pretty good, but defensively they've had a ton of injuries. So, yeah, I think if you put Derek Carr on either one of those New York teams, they'd be better. Absolutely. Okay. 
Yeah. I'll let him break your guy's yeah. heart like he did with poor Raider Nation last night. He ain't going to break my heart. That's <laughs> McDaniel. Stop it. Well, McDaniels well, is just like, oh, we can win games 13-10. No, sir. <laughs> or you can lose games 13-17 at the buzzer. Mm. Well, they can do that too. They 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 found they have found. Look, I I don't absolve Josh McDaniels of any of this. We're gonna pretend like Derek Carr wasn't a quarterback when Arizona Cardinals came back from twenty zero. Like we're putting all of this on the head coach. Well, we're putting all of that on the quarterback. Twenty to zero well, no, to no, lose no, the game. You got to give up twenty one. No, no, no. They can they can they can they can share the blame. <laughs> McDaniels and Carr can share the blame. They scored twenty last night. They huh. Yeah, defense. What about the defense, which is 31st in DVOA in the NFL? Like, what does that have to do with Derek Carr? Not a damn thing. All right. Y'all ride Derek Carr. Like, I, I was a Derek Carr guy. He lost me this year. I didn't know we were doing Nike today, or I would have I would have gone I would have well, gone into the closet. Nike's really like <laughs> that's like dressing down for you. Yeah. It ain't kiss. I got this, uh guys. I think I'm gonna wear it to Sacramento if the mm. weather's okay. I got this. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like unisex. I'm not sure. Oh, it's okay. like a silk, like a silk button down shirt. Um, but it's like a grayish black, like almost like a sepia tone. And the it's a photo of Michael Jordan just dunking on someone, like mm. around the entire shirt, printed. Where the mm. Jesse look up sepia. And send whatever the hell that is. I think to us. I know what sepia is. Uh, it's like a, it's like not quite black and white. It's like kind of like a brown uh, black and white. Yeah, it's kind of what I thought. I was thinking a little, a little more brown. But I, I, feel I like can, I, t- I can go to the prop. I can go and bring it out if you guys want to see. I just got it. Where did no, you? No, no, you got to save it for the no. I'm yeah. it to the public. Where did you find it? At the Nike employee store in Portland when I went oh, to Thanksgiving. Well, excuse us. You know, there was that. nothing there. I only got like two things while I was there. There was nothing there. It's mm-hmm. like that, no women's clothes at all. It was very disappointing. Much the like- section was about as, the size of like, I mean, it was like, a chi- like the child section. No. Was, the child section was actually bigger. We're old enough to remember when that used to like mean something. Oh, my God. We used to go to the employees. Or hell, even the outlets used to be popular. Oh, the outlets crack. used to be lit. It used to be crack. Like, you could walk through and see things. I had friends, because I grew up in Portland, obviously, that had parents that worked at the at Nike. Mm. And they would bring me all of the, like, for thirty seven fifty for kids' <laughs> shoes. Because yeah. they were 75 bucks for yeah. retail Jordans. Thirty-seven fifty. I would just break them off, and they bring me all the J's and the releases. Damn. I told Kenny this yesterday. I do have to confess it to everybody else. I did come out of retirement. He did. I came he out did. of retirement, and, and, and specifically for oh, a pair of shoes Vander to wear when Trista gets here. Yeah, I did it. it, it what is it? Well, 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 I, 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 I got, to, I got a pair of threes that I didn't have, and I thought, you know, I can show these out when Trista gets here. Like, mm-hmm. so let me ask you this: Is there going to be like a coronation where I get those uh, Travis Scotts when I'm out there? I'm, like, I, I asked for those about brown? a year ago. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. Like finding a size six <laughs> Travis Scott reverse mocha is, is 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 a super easy task to do. <laughs> if I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that you have those on January 7th. <laughs> I've been doing everything I can. Look, I got people asking me for backpacks. I got people asking me for off-whites. I, hey, I'm trying, Jennifer. Let me ask you this. How did you become the plug? 
Well, that's that's a that's an off the air story. That's so. who he is, man. That's who he is. Has to do with him being the work. It's who he is. I, I, I never worked for Jordan. Anybody else? Who's boss? Who's who's ever had Michael Jordan as their boss? <laughs> right. Exactly. Um. All right. Let's get into some. <laughs> let's get into some basketball stuff. Well, let's here. get. This oh, out by the, the way, way, let's let's yeah. Go ahead. Get out the way. Yeah. Right, you can ask me, Tristan. Just ask. I already me. know the answer. Like. Okay, so it's not a question of yes or no. At this point, it's what's this week's excuse that has kept you in the way of listening to the Josh Primo episode? Well, I did listen to the Josh Primo episode. No, you didn't. Wow. And and I'll put you like this. You know, some people are like, (laughs) some people, you know, have like their, um, their monikers. And when they get like Marshawn Lynch, he, he went in, he went into beast mode. You know, oh, this guy went super scion on him. He's crazy. That's what they say about. I'm not calling Trista by her alias. You know the name, private what? I'm not calling. I ain't doing it. I'm not doing it. Trista, Trista had so many quotable lines from that that you can't quote on the radio. Ninety-five percent of the votes said no, you skipped it. They did. They said no. Dead wrong. Ninety-five percent. And I came away with that with so many more like so many more questions. The um like was was Primo coming first of all, was Primo coming from practice straight to you know sometimes they do that oh after practice you gotta go to right thing. Like what's going on or was he just it was on an off day, you got this session. Um I Come in after maybe massage, like you go in and get treatment, and then you go in and get treatment. But, but see, I'm not even, like I can't relate because you know I don't I don't walk around like that. You know I I, I like my undergarments. You know what I mean? I, I feel more secure with them. On, I, I wear them, so I don't know. And then it's crazy if they were coming from practice. I would say who practices like that? No, but I had a teammate that practiced like that. I don't no. know how you do that safely. I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know, but I had a premium. <laughs> he didn't have hops. We know that. My, my, my teammate, shout out to him. I'm not going to say his name. Oh, he wouldn't care anyway, but I'm not going to say his name. But, yeah, one time we were practicing, he was going for a layup. I said, bro, what? <laughs> what? The, the pants were coming down. There's said, a lot of movement going on over here. What the What's hell? happening? His pants were coming down as he was going up for a layup. I said, come on. He was man. like, is that taco meat? What's that? <laughs> I said, come on, man. What are we doing? My man was looking for any advantage that he could get. (laughs) That's terrible. So, yeah, no, I listened. Very, very good, by the way. The on the sly remark was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. (laughs) What did you say? You you referenced a particular part on the sly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was just one of my favorite lines of all time. Yeah, the the moniker was crazy, though. That's how we started it. The moniker was, I I feel like. Yo, I feel like it was a I feel like more than any other heat check episode. It was a window into Trista's mind a little bit. (laughs) These are things. So I dissect things to like levels because it's just way my brain goes. Like I need to imagine being there like at the scene. Right. Yeah. And like as soon as you go there, I feel like you just start asking follow ups upon follow ups. And the follow-up questions sometimes can get you into trouble, get you into some funny it, type stuff. It, it really does. And I just, you know, I think about this. I'm not I'm not here to, like, it's like Damien said, you could talk about it in a way that I can't talk about mm-hmm. it on the air. But it's like, man, like, 
How did we get here? Like, how did we get here? You talked about, you said at least nine times. Like, well, how did we get to, how did we get to three? And then the, the at least <laughs> part was my like favorite part. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. at least, like I've documented nine, but hell, it could be 14. Like, I don't know. At a certain point, you just stop counting. Like then, is, is a certain point of, uh, of, of instances, like that's crazy. At least nine. And then on the Josh Primo side of it, I don't know about him or anybody else. If that's going on, I would know. Like it's not, oh, it malfunction. I didn't even, well, I didn't know. No, I would absolutely know that that's what's going on and that's <laughs> what can be seen. It's not a, and it's not an accident. I know. <laughs> I'm not blindsided by the fact that, hey, I didn't even know that. Really? Ah, oh, man. No, I know exactly what's going on. It's, it's so many more questions. Yeah. Hey, Trista, Kenny had an epiphany. Um, he said oh. the Sacramento Kings could be in the NBA Finals this season. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. So I was sitting here and I was just thinking about the whole situation, about, you know, the West or whatever the case may be. And we're about 30, almost 30 games in, 25, 30 games. And I've seen everybody in the West. The West is a jumbled mess, right? And it's not a prediction. It's not a spoiler. It's just are it, if the Kings made the playoffs, would I sit up there and say they have no shot of beating Team X? Now, I preference it by saying if they were in the Eastern Conference, they'd have no shot of beating Milwaukee or Boston, I think, in a seven-game series. I think I would even put Cleveland in there. They're not ready to beat a Cleveland in a seven-game series. But in the West, as of right now, this could change in 20 games. As of right now, I don't see that team existing. I think the Kings are as good today as anybody in the Western Conference, which means, like, yeah, they get somebody in a series. Yeah, I could see them winning four out of seven. It's crazy that you had that epiphany about the Kings because I had that epiphany last night about the Blazers. They were hooping. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same exact rationale, really. It's like, you know, if Dave's healthy and we get Gary Payton back, Mm. And we get the best version of Jeremy Grant, point of attack defender, GP2 best on ball defender outside of Drew Holiday, who's right up there. And and Anthony Simons is going crazy, heat check all day, every day, seven game series. And maybe Nurk is just a beast. The rotations are crazy. Defense has been good. And maybe Shaden takes another leap. And he becomes a rotation oh, guy. Boy. Who knows? Maybe Nasir Little has some key Evan Turner moments like he did in the Denver series. Who knows? We can beat the Warriors. <laughs> but, we but, can beat Denver. But look, Trista. We can beat Memphis. Like, is the exact same philosophy. Like, exactly the same. But look, Trista, that type of thinking, and tell me if I'm wrong or you feel the same way, it has more to do with everybody else than specifically yes. your team. Like, like I said, if they were in the East, I don't care how – good I think the Kings are right now they're not beating Milwaukee in a seven game series they're not beating Boston those teams don't exist in the Western Conference Phoenix who is now number two like they they just got beat by like 90 you know New Orleans could potentially end up being that type of team Memphis could be that team yeah I think they're the hardest out in terms of like their roster I think they're the The hardest out 
Yeah, I think that they are. Mm. Just because, not really because of Zion, and Zion's been awesome this year, um, but just what they do with their length. Brandon Ingram's insane. Yeah. Brandon Ingram really is insane. He's just now shooting threes, and he's a top five three-point shooter by percentage in the league. And this is his first year really committing to shooting like four or five threes a game. And it's like, CJ McCollum's like, hey, you know, it's going to be really easy to get more mid-range shots if you just shoot from deep too. <laughs> and he's like, okay. He's like shooting 47%. Mm. Like he's ridiculous. Mm. CJ McCollum's the perfect fit there. Mm. I love Jonas Valanciunas. You guys know how I feel about Herb Jones. Like he's stupid, ridiculously yeah. good. Yeah. Jose Alvarado is maybe one of the best sneaky undrafted. It's Kenny's movies. guy. That's my boy, That's Alvarado. The, the Alvarado Grand, creep. Always got to watch out for it. Grand Theft Alvarado. <laughs> I love him. I love his swag. I love just everything about his mentality. He can put up buckets too. Mm-hmm. Like this team, pound for pound, just very, very good. A bunch of guards. And who knows? Maybe they trade Devontae Graham at the deadline and they get even better. Who knows what they could get for him? Like, I don't know. It's it's a team that's down Holmes. the stretch. Mm. You could huh? get Rashawn Holmes for Devontae Graham right now. Come yeah, on, I don't know it. if they want that. I don't oh. know if they want that. I all due respect to Rashawn. I Shout like Rashawn. Rashawn great dude. Absolutely. Why? Why? Dude. Why is it happening to him? Why? I, you know, that's a that's a question a lot of people have speculated on the answer to. I think there's a disconnect on the defensive end that Mike Brown just will not allow. Mm. Um, it's the, I mean, there's the there's the three point shooting. Trey Lyles is a better three point shooter. Uh, then Rashawn Chemezi Metu is a better three point shooter than 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 Rashawn is, but I, I think it's a little bit deeper than that, and I think it's on the defensive end. Stylistically, I think too, mm-hmm. maybe just that as well, because he was getting a lot of run like last year, two years ago. Um, different coaches, man. Different mentalities, different yeah. styles, and then like you find yourself on the outside looking in, being like, "Oh, I don't have any role here in this." In this place, yeah. in this talk about bad three point shooting. I was looking this up yesterday, two days ago maybe, and then actually John Hollinger wrote an article about it oh, just nice. today. He loves us yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> is Trey Young stinks? He stinks. <laughs> he stinks. <laughs> like I, I know that's like a real broad generalization. I think if you're looking at players that we think are elite shooters, this is coming out of the blue from the clouds, just to stray on Trey Young for no reason, like. He's supposed to be an elite shooter. This man's shooting 28% from three. Ugh. It's not good. Not good From at all. 38 last year to 27.8% this year. And he got the nerve to be mad at Nate McMillan. <laughs> man, hit a three. Yeah. Did you guys think that the, the reporter was foul? Did you think Trey Young handled it not well? Or do you think they both were kind of not great? Me personally, maybe I wouldn't be a good reporter. Because I'm not a chatty patty. I, I look be a good reporter. At, I look That's at that, literally what reporters But I look do. at that type of stuff as th- that whole story. That's not, that's not for public consumption. Uh, Is it not? I disagree a little bit. If we're at windows into a team's dynamic, yeah. do you not think that that's important if you can get access to that information and once it's been publicized, get more I guess, detail into how it really went down and how it's going to affect the team moving forward. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's, I understand the role of reporters and stuff like that. I just know how I'm wired. I wouldn't. It's not my. It's not my business. <laughs> like what that's not think? my business. I I would like to know the you, story, but yeah. I'm not like, hey, hey, guys, look, look, check this out. So this is what's really going on in it. Well, yeah, that's that's I mean, I think that's you just described what a reporter has to do Mm -hmm. is I mean, if nothing else, the relationship between a star player and a coach or at the very least in real time. Right. So like when things are all said and done, I can I I can absolutely see myself and understand writing an expose. This is why this didn't work out. And this is what happened. But in the middle of it. I, I, don't, I don't know, but that's just, what do you think? How, how do you think that plays in now that we have betting booming, right? Like mm-hmm. how do I look at the dynamic of Trey young and Nate McMillan and, and the Hawks from a betting lens? How mm-hmm. does Vegas see Atlanta from a betting lens? I feel like Vegas They're knows whether sudden... it's reported or not. <laughs> like some, some, somehow Vegas, Vegas always knows. knows. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of my curiosity yeah. as well. Like, I'm fading Trey Young now, like mm. under 10 and a half assists, not just because, listen, like John Collins is in a boot and you've got DeJounte Murray with a sprained ankle and DeAndre Hunter, who's got some sort of random injury, I forget. But like, not just that he doesn't have Kevin Herter anymore, but like, does he really want to involve his teammates and are they capable of putting in buckets or is he going to try to do it himself, right? Mm. So his assist prop 10 and a half. Are we are we down to take the under on that now that all of this is going on? Like, I think that's what, for me as a, well, I love the tea, as you guys know. That's why yeah. I love that. Well, look, as a consumer of the sport, I love it. Yeah. Like, I, I, this is what makes the NBA the best league in the world. Not necessarily like drama like that, like coaches and players not getting along. But just over the course of the season, we have all these little different stories and storylines that happen. So as a consumer, I love it. I don't want it to see see it go anywhere. But if I was if I was Trey Young or Nate McMillan, I'd be mad that they got out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. but if I'm Nate McMillan, I'm mad that this is happening. Period. There's that. Um, before we bring Kyle in, who appears to be rocking a dope hoodie, uh, how's your hand? Oh no, oh, it hurts so bad. Bro, it hurts what did so you bad. do? So you know how they have those little like arm arm rests mm. on the chairs no we 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 don't we, <laughs> yeah, we, we i don't we know what no that's idea. like like i don't know who the genius who put this studio together is but we are armless here but i believe i i recall yeah. chairs with arms on them yes yeah, I've, so I've i went like the this day. on the arm on the like because it was uh i had a prop that was like very close to not hitting sadiq bay 14 and a half points and rebounds mm. and i think he was at like 12 with maybe a minute and 40 seconds left in the game. And I'm like, he's just not going to get it. Like, Mm. he's just not. And it was a three-leg parlay for, like, plus 700. So it was like, it was going to be a a nice little payday. And it hit while we were on the air, and I just had this, like, elation. Like, that. this is kind of like, if I I hit big shots in in a game, (laughs) like, I go, bang, bang, you know? Like, I do that, bang, bang, you know? (laughs) And I did that with with the chair. Like bang bang, let's go, let's go, and it just it hurts so bad right oh, here. Oh man! Like I at one point woke up in the middle of the night. And I was like, did I fracture like a bone in there? Oh Damn. man! And then yeah. so okay, and then and then BetQL posted a picture of you just completely like laid out. Like what was the story behind that? 
Oh, what was that? It was that when like you a lost the parlay. Somebody, yeah, it was a loser. It was. <laughs> I want to say it was like a last second. Oh, I know what it was. The Timberwolves up like thirty points to the Indiana Pacers. Mm-hmm. I have them in a parlay minus two and a half just for the first half. Mm-hmm. I don't think I. I think Tyrese did end up playing, but he was questionable. The line was two and a half. They're up at one point like thirty. 35 points almost. Damn. They they ended up giving that lead away and, and winning the first half by two. Come on, man. Mm. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. What's going on with these Come guys? on. <laughs> Go ice the hand, Trista. Oh, um, where's, where's Kyle? Is he coming in? Yeah, I got you. Right here. A, Kyle like Madsen. Hey. What's going on? I like the... Like a like we're at on CNN and it's like, all right, hey, what's up, Kyle? Blah blah blah. All right, slide out. Totally. This was weird Don't because usually that. usually Don't no, do that. No, usually usually when I come on here and I'm like backstage, you guys are talking about literally anything that's not like betting related. So in the first thing talk about I came on that. today, you're like, I like this over. It's like <laughs> what the hell? We were talking about the drama with Trey Young. Mm. Okay. And how how I love the drama and how Kenny said he wouldn't be able to ask Trey Young like what was up with that. I wouldn't Trey be able to. I wouldn't be reporting on it. I would ask. Him. I would pull Trey. You to if the Trey side. Young was on your show right now, you wouldn't ask him that. Uh, yeah, but I'm not a reporter. Like I'm. But if it he's doesn't here, matter, right? If he's here, I would. Yeah, I would ask him about it. But what I'm talking on about on the show. Yeah, as a reporter, you don't have a show. You sitting up here saying, "Oh, well, they have uh, a paper. Their paper is their show, or their." blog is their show their so wait wait wait, wait 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 you think we as people with shows have more credence and right to ask those type of questions than people who cover the team day to day and don't have a show no and from everything that i see those weren't questions that was somebody reporting on what somebody told them and putting it out there that's and i'm not even looking down on anybody for doing it i'm just saying the type no, of guy I the, am. Did you see the interaction between the reporter and Trey Young? I didn't see that, and that's oh, not yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm just talking oh. about the story being out in general. Like, got you, got that's, you. That's so the reporter asked Trey. The reporter asked Trey at the podium, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, why didn't you come to the game?" Mm-hmm. And he was, and he was like, "There's some things that have happened behind the scenes. It's very unfortunate that that got out, but everything's good." inside so you need to kind of stick outside (laughs) where you are and leave it to people inside and he's like yeah but like john collins was in a booth and he was at the game Uh why weren't you the leader of the atlanta hawks at the game Mm -hmm. and he's like man you're just like at me right now bro you're just (laughs) (laughs) he was like like what like you guys need to look it up it's phenomenal i don't have i don't have no problem with that i don't have no problem with that from the reporter and if I was Trey Young, I'd tell him the same thing. I'd be like, bro, I told you what it is. It's internal. We're handling it. We're good. Leave it at that. But the reporter definitely has a responsibility to ask. Yeah, yeah no, bro, but why no weren't you at the game? Okay. <laughs> like, like, I, I yeah, told just, you. The only... Can you just give us a straight answer? Did, did, did he tell you not to come into the game? Did you not come to the game on your own? Those are the only two scenarios. Did you have death in the family? Was there an emergency? Like, we all people have a right to know why. Uh a healthy or maybe slightly not healthy Trey Young is not with his brothers. Well, right technically, now. And I, that, technically, I would say you don't have a right. The only person I got to answer to is my teammates and my coach. 
So if I feel you like divulging, oh, I disagree. What you though. mean I disagree? There's an injury report that's that that tells you that guys yes. are out and why they're out. Did the yes. injury did the injury report not say why? Did not say what was going on. Did it say did it say uh, shoulder? Did injury report say with shoulder? I'm sure Questionable with a shoulder. That's but all the you need to is, know. If I if that's all I want to divulge. That's not. But see, here's the thing, Kenny. I think there's a there, we're we're in a spot right now with uh and I love it right I love people I love empowerment of all kinds increase the salary cap increase the rights deals pay us more right mm-hmm. all good you have more voice you can take that to a different platform all good but you get paid fifty million dollars not just a hoop. You get paid $50 million because you have to communicate with the media. That is a core part of your responsibility mm-hmm. to the fact where you'll get fined if you don't do that. I thought the, I thought the first answer was good enough from Trey. If, that, so that my question is, if he was on the show, would you probe more? Mm, I don't think so. I might. I'm not. I'm, and once That's again, cool. Once, I would. Once again, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> That's fine. I do it. No. KC can be the baby face. But, I'll be the baby look, guy. I'm not even I'm not even the reporter did his job. The reporter right. the reporter him probing and asking questions, that's fine. I'm just saying as as Trey Young, I would say I answered your question the way that I'm gonna answer. I'm not gonna give you the details of what's supposed to be a private matter in this locker room. I'm not going to – that's not what I'm going to do. Well, right obviously, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's and, and that's fine, cause, but obviously it's not a private matter because someone told the reporter. Well, so someone feels differently <laughs> than Trey Young And that's does. a problem. And in Sacramento, don't we talk about that all the time? How is this stuff that's supposed to be private matters getting out? But like, give me an example. Like everything what? that's gone on with Vivek, everything that's gone on. Yeah, with, we don't. But that, but that stuff it, we've we've established most of that stuff we don't even think is real. But we talk about it, right? We talk about leaks, right? We talk yeah. about leaks, and we say that's a problem. I, I, I feel like that's different. I, I don't feel like it's the same. I, the reporter has all the right like in the world the to ask whatever questions he wants to ask. Now, that's, Trey a, Young, that, that's a beautiful dog. That is a pretty dog. Trey I Young just, I, I just, has the right What's to your dog's name? Yeah, I'm not going This is Emma. Way. Emma. Yeah. Hi, Emma. <laughs> Look at that Hi, Emma. face. <laughs> Dang, posing. Okay. Look at that face. How but old? Oh, think, my goodness. She's nine. She's nine. Oh, my goodness. That's too much. Adorable. Don't you think with all the leaks, though, if things are going to get out and they're going to get out in a way that might be wrong, mm-hmm. don't you feel like you would want to take some control over the narrative in terms of what's really going on? Because people behind the scenes are going to say stuff that may or may not paint you in a great light. If you're Trey Young, you're not painted in a great light right now. Mm-hmm. You probably for your brand should say something uh, to help it out. And that's kind of that's kind of what I've always wondered. Like I get and I'm not in locker rooms. I've not ever been a professional athlete. FYI. Sorry to find that hard to surprise. But (laughs) no, but it it seems like I would love for just one time for Trey to be like, all right, here's a wind down. And just run like tell everybody what like tell everybody what happened. I agree. I got mad at my coach. We had a disagreement over this. I was pissed. I stayed home because I didn't want to play. I agree. I agree with like, that. Oh, but right. here's here's what I feel. What I agree. I would love for it, right? But I think about mm-hmm. the other side. If you do it once, you're going to be expected to do it all the time. And sometimes sure. you don't want to do that. So the best That's thing right. is, like, I'm going to just not say anything ever and be it that keep it that way. But think about, like, Dame. Dame always keeps it a buck. 
and mm-hmm. he doesn't reveal anything that's putting the organization in danger. Mm-hmm. He's candid and open and yet still not feeling like, oh, this is an everyday thing. I'm a, I'm a doormat. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like there's a balance there, yeah. which is why he's been as revered and loved, I think, in the fan base as he has. Like when you hear people say, oh, well, and I like Trey Young. But they're saying, well, we need to have him be a more positive leader in the locker room. And mm. your last coach was fired because of his relationship with Trey. And now the second coach looks like he might be on the way out because of Trey. You have to say, I'd love to know more about what's happening here. Well, well here's the other thing. It's easy for Dame to do that because Dame's probably not doing shady stuff like Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so it's, it's easy to tell the truth when you're on the right side of it. If you're doing some crazy stuff like Trey Young is, you probably want to keep keep your mouth shut. <laughs> and when there's dirt and there's smoke and there's fire, people are going to continue to oh, dig. So, they, like they say, Emma, it's not the crime; it's the cover-up. I can't wait till De'Aaron's oh first. I can't wait till De'Aaron's first appearance on the shop, where he's just like, "Dude, my ankle was fine last year." I don't, like everybody knows what it was. I need, I needed a couple of guys going until then. My ankle hurt. <laughs> but like I told Trista, Kyle, I love it all. As a consumer of all totally. this, I love, I love it all. This is what. Mm-hmm part in in some ways gets us through the season right like these little nuggets and these little storylines from week to week i love it i love consuming there, it a hundred percent there's nothing worse than the person whose take is like there's too much drama just focus on the basketball and it's like oh i'm gonna focus on the basketball too yeah but like there's 82 of these games and it's december i don't give a rip right now like give me the drama yeah absolutely like i'll focus on basketball in march yeah I'm able to. I'm able to multitask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's the thing. It's not that hard. Like I'm gonna go watch the Warriors game, and then I'm gonna dig into why Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole in the face. <laughs> like, you can do both. Yeah. No los dos. You could argue one's a little bit more important than the other too. <laughs> yeah, and it's right. probably the not the game. Didn't get a win or loss. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we're gonna talk the 49ers football. Yeah, know, yeah. Are we? it's a 49er. Football. I know. Come it's, on, man. You see what it is, <laughs> Tristan? You ever notice? Out. You ever notice every Friday I'd be having my Niner gear on 49 on Friday. I did notice. Come I'll start on. participating. Real quick, real quick. Are should I? Breaking? Should I back you guys? Should I back you Absolutely. guys? Minus three and a half. Absolutely. That's easy work. That's easy. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I, I, I'm I'll, I'm feverishly refreshing the injury report, like, uh, and it's not, uh, it's not d- out yet. Nick Bosa questionable. Not that injury report. Jimmy Garoppolo's not out. Not that one. <laughs> Jimmy's out, uh, huh? Who knew? Yeah, sort of. I like the under. By the way. I think, the, I think I it's thirty-seven and a half is a crazy high number. It's super low, obviously, but I feel like oh. both teams are gonna have a hard time. Not she it. said, "You guys." I thought she was talking about the Kings. She's talking about the Bucks and Forty Nine. That's yeah, me. Yeah. That's my Niner, Niners. Win, Niners won by ten. And the numbers the same. And the numbers the same. Kings, be- Kings plus three and a half. So I, Niner, Niners, 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 Bucks might be like, like, like thirteen to nine. I agree. Niners won by ten. Wow! Alternate line, then I'd take the Niners on an alternate spread. See, now you're talking mm. same metrics. I don't know. Alternate this is the spread. most betting talk we've had in years. <laughs> That's weird. What's the what's the alternate it's line? So I don't know. Let's find out. We can figure it out. Let me. Just well, while you're like looking at Dane, what, Dane, what time do we have to break? De'Aaron, Terrence, and uh, Donovan all listed as questionable. Uh, still, what's a break? Okay. Just yeah, what's that? It's my producer brain working. Sorry. Yeah, no, I don't know what a break is. 
Yeah. Look, can we get I mean, we've the 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 the, very, the fifth screen oh, is oh, <laughs> got to be Jesse. <laughs> Jesse's like we don't break here. Like I don't know what you're talking about. We'll break when we break. Yeah. You can right. get minus nine and a half plus two hundred. Ooh, plus two. That, ugh. Pass. Yeah, it's not a great number, right? No. You can get, I mean, I wouldn't take that betting-wise, but I think they're You can actually it. get minus 7.5 at plus 175. That's probably a better number. Mm. Minus like 7 at 160, 6.5 mm. at plus 140. Six I think the number is 6.5 at plus 140. That's, that's, that's the highest I would go with 6.5. Yeah. That's the number I would take. You're not plus getting that much value to 10. Damien's yeah, like, I don't like this conversation. I <laughs> I want to talk about big eye emojis. <laughs> don't, we all, don't we all? I love you guys so damn much. I've had a tough couple of days. Oh, no. I'll, I'll tell you guys about that at another date offline. Maybe online, depending on what ends up happening hey, where with this are, whole thing. Where, it's still, still TBD. Uh, but you guys always are well. Right. I don't like what that sounded like. So let's just be clear. If you're a loot. You're always a part of this show. 100%. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's not like okay. that. Okay. All right. But you never, sure. you know how it is. You know what time it is. Oh, yeah. I, I wait for that call every day. <laughs> that's why <laughs> we. That that, call. Oh, come on. Oh, oh okay. My <laughs> not bad. Not like that. No. She said, I'm franchise. Chaos in the ranks. She you said, are franchise. She said, I'm franchise. I ain't going nowhere. I'm franchise. That's, that's what facts. she said. That's facts. Power staff. You guys immediately went to like the worst case scenario. Well, shoot, I know what industry we're I feel, in. But no, I, feel, hey, I, I got a, hey, I got a tone hey, of guy not, trouble. That's what I got a tone of. I think we all went there, which is bad. They're like, damn, Tristan definitely got fired for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, look, look. The, 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 I, she I went, pushed it just a little too much. I went, it was the beef comment. I went to guy trouble. That's the vibe I got from the start. Mm. No, no, no. Work no, is Trist- work thing. Tristan don't sweat no dude. Like, this what are you true. talking this about? Tristan I'm don't sweat no dude. I forgot Dana who I was talking to. I forgot who I was talking to. Come on. Hey, we got you. Ten times out of ten, we got you. Keep your toes toes down. Ten toes down. What's that street? J Street, L Street, K Street? Which it's Trista Street now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll be surprised yeah. to know we have all the letters down there. They're all, they're, they're street, they're all hey, down there. Sneaky R Street's where the vibe is. Yeah, that, nice. uh, ice blocks, I'm, they be popping. I'm starting to think about it. Are we the only city like this? With the number streets? Yeah, because San Francisco ain't like that, right? Those it's are like, letters, Damien. Yeah, well, we got numbers, so Portland too. Portland has that as well. Portland does? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, D.C. has it as well. You should know D.C. has it. You've been here. I've been more to Baltimore more than D.C. Different I love D.C. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I love this little, uh, I don't know what it's called, but the crossover with Kyle. <laughs> Let's keep it rolling. Okay. Now you can feel less salty when uh, I'm taking up all your time. Yeah, it's fine. 236 is about normal for me hopping on, so. <laughs> All right, guys. See you soon. All right. See you next Take week. Care. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. That's uh, Trista Crick right there. 236. It's a new record. So, again, <laughs> this this started this started at going from 2 to 213, and then it started going from 213 to 220, and, and we blew right past 230 into 237. It's amazing. This is amazing. The crazy thing is, we need like 13 minutes from Kyle. We we <laughs> we very much need our minutes with Kyle Matson to count uh, as we welcome in the host of Candlestick Chronicles, uh, the Prince of Niner, Niners Wire, the curator of vibes uh, over at 95.7 The Game in San Francisco. The Brock Purdy era uh, has begun. 
our our mutual friend Tracy uh, Sandler described the atmosphere at 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 practice as as calm and confident. Uh, how are you feeling about the beginning of the the Brock Purdy era this Sunday? I think the Niners will probably win, but I'm not feeling great about Brock Purdy, to be honest mm. with you. There's all this, like, Bill, Bill Cower put out a video today on the 33rd team that had, like, this weird music, and he had this weird narrator voice. Like, you're, you, dude, you're Bill Cower. You're supposed to growl, right? <laughs> and he was like, Brock Purdy going up against Tom Brady. They had similar beginnings. Yeah, not like saying Brock will beat Tom, but why not? dream or whatever he said i don't know it was weird it's just it was he played he played three quarters and like he played he played better than i was expecting for sure but the bar is third string quarterback the bar is not jimmy garoppolo or tom brady or whatever the bucks have had a week to game plan because you saw the dolphins like the dolphins on the fly aren't just going to be like hey here's how we're going to disguise our coverages like that's stuff you do during the week Mm -hmm. You don't make that up on iPads or Microsoft Surface tablets on the sideline. So I think with Todd Bowles, who's a very good defensive coach, and he calls our defensive plays, he's going to mess with Brock Purdy in ways that the Dolphins on the fly just couldn't. Like you saw him throwing zero blitzes and just bringing a bunch of guys and being basically like, hey, if you can make the throws, fine. And he did make the throws when he needed to, and they and they won. That's great. But Todd Bowles is going to get a little more creative. And the picture he sees before the snap is going to be different than what he sees after the snap. Hmm. So I think we're going to see more rookie mistakes. He had he had a few of them in that in that game against Miami, and I think we're going to see more. And it wouldn't surprise me if it turns into a turnover to where, like I'm with you, Casey. I think they win, but I think it's going to be a lot more because Tampa Bay has trouble scoring on the mm-hmm. 49ers than mm-hmm. it is like, oh, Brock Purdy's awesome. Yeah. No, that's that's really where the confidence for me comes from because um, that 49ers defense obviously is elite, and that Bucks offense for the yep. most part this year has just looked anemic. Even with the comeback on Monday night, I mean they had three points with three minutes to go. So, um, yeah, man, Brock was better than than I thought he would be. I'm kind of with you, where as I, I got a you know I got a optimistic outlook for what he could be. I've mm-hmm. heard a little too much all week about. Like people, people have been national and local have been a little too um, complimentary of Brock Purdy for my liking. Like I still can't get over the fact that he was the last pick in the draft. Mm. You know, he was that for a reason. Now we see all the time where undrafted guys or you know late, late, late pick guys, you know, are better than people give him credit for. First guy that came to my mind was Jake Delhomme, right? Like I don't know what he was mm-hmm. drafted, but he kind of came out of nowhere. So it happens. But that's usually the exception and not the rule. And I don't want to treat Brock Purdy like the rule. Like, oh, like the, the rule is he, you know, he's got Kyle Shanahan and weapons, so he's going to be just fine. Like, sure. I, I got to see some more. I got to see some more. Jake DeLone was an undrafted free agent, by the way. Just gotcha. look it up. But the thing, the thing is, is like, I don't want. You're right. The discourse has gotten out of control. It's like, is Brock Purdy the starter next year? Like, <laughs> oh my god, can he be the starter on Sunday first? So. <laughs> The the thing is, and, and you bring up a good point of like guys coming out of nowhere. Tom Brady came out of nowhere like after he'd had a year. Mm-hmm. And Jake DeLome came out of nowhere like a little later. This is Brock Purdy's first start. He's 22. He has no pelts on the wall in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He made, I know he threw had 1,600 passes or whatever it was at Iowa State, and he played a bunch of big 12 games, and he started for four years, and 
he was you know I, I i understand all that i understand the background so so the the base that he has is solid but if brock purdy is gonna win a super bowl like let's just let's just say hey guaranteed brock purdy is gonna win a super bowl at some point in his career we're just saying that hypothetical i don't think he will but let's just say it's not gonna be in 2022 his rookie year mm-hmm. a rookie's never started the super bowl much less won one much less mr irrelevant <laughs> doing yeah. it and prior to this a mr irrelevant had never thrown a pass in the nfl mm-hmm. and now one's starting a game so it would have to be a the last pick in the draft starting a super bowl in his rookie year like those are three massive mountains to climb and if any team was going to do it like this is probably the one with just their offensive playmakers and their defense and stuff but i think the idea that like oh yeah hey it's gonna be fine like he can just do what jimmy does like i'm not ready to say that like that's that's just that's a lot and then the playoffs are a different animal so and we'll see it's gonna be a week-to-week thing i think there's gonna be ups and downs but um i i do think that it's gotten a little bit crazy yeah hey uh kyle yeah you can hang out like 12 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why I was asking if you guys were going to break, because if you were, then well, I was just going to. I think this is the out. absolute latest we can break. So <laughs> we'll break now. We'll come back. We'll talk a couple more minutes uh, with Kyle Matson about 49ers football this weekend uh, and James Ham at the top of the hour. Uh, injury report still has uh, Donovan Mitchell. Terrence Davis and De'Aaron Fox all listed as questionable. I think those are real-life game-time decisions, so we'll keep you guys updated as we continue here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC continues on ESPN 1320. Kyle Matson, kind enough to uh, hang out with us a, a, a bit longer here, uh, talking 49ers football as the 49ers uh, gear up for uh, the... The next start of their season, they've had a couple. Started the season like everybody else did with Trey Lance, and then that went awry, and it's like, all right, hit the reset button, start over with Jimmy Garoppolo. Things are going pretty well, and then let's do it one more time uh, with Brock Purdy. Perhaps a bigger... Say his name right. Brock Brock (laughs) Purdy. Um an equally big story is uh, that's a reference that Kyle doesn't get, which is my favorite part. Is that a Brock Lesnar thing? There you, see, there look, you at you. Come on. look at you. Look at you. Legend. Look at you. Um, Nick Bosa, did he practice at all? No. Nah. No practice all week. He's questionable. I think so. One, I think the Niners think that they can stop Tampa Bay without Nick Bosa. Hmm. That's one thing. Okay. Two, they play Seattle on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And that Seattle game is massive. Because if the 49ers win this week and Seattle wins this week, which I think they will, they're hosting Carolina. I got them losing. So <laughs> I'm telling so you, got Carolina beating them, I'm telling you. So, okay, but let's say they both win. Let's just go to that hypothetical. And the Niners win next week, they'll have a two and a half game lead in the division with three games left. Like that's Massive. They need Seattle to lose one, or they need to win one, and it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. Uh, they can win the division if they win and Seattle loses. They can win the division on Thursday night. Wow. Wow. I need so, that. I need that. I think, if my math is right, I think my math's right. Though. Sounds about right. After after Seattle, there's three games left, right? So Yeah, yeah. the Niners would be 10 and 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they beat Seattle, they'd be 10 and 4, and Seattle would have. So, yeah, okay. So if they beat Seattle, they would. Uh, so that game's huge. And then if they lose and Seattle wins, um, it's for first place. They, it's, it's tied and it's for first place. Yeah. So that's a huge game. And so I think they're looking at Bosa's injury and going, Hey, maybe he can play this week, but then we put him in jeopardy for Thursday. Mm-hmm. So unless he's a hundred percent and they're like, Oh, he has no right. But I can't imagine that's going to be the case. So I think he doesn't play. They're listing him as questionable. But they're going to need him for that Seattle game because no matter which way you slice it, that is a huge game for them. Uh, I got it. I actually have another philosophical question for Kyle, but that brought up a good point what he just talked about. So now I got another philosophical question. If if Nick Bosa was ninety percent, they didn't want him, you know, maybe to get hurt or didn't want to wear him out for the game on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Why why wouldn't they? kind of have a snap count for him on Sunday. So like your snap count is 20. And maybe you won't play the first half. And if we need you, we're going to bring you in in the second half. Like that, not just the Niners, but like everybody. Nobody really does that, right? Like if you if they say you can play, then you're playing all the snaps, yeah. it feels like. like why, why yeah, because, because, because if he's only 90%, that means there's some risk of re-injury, right? Mm-hmm. So whether he plays one snap or 20, like he could – re-injure himself and then you're also you're keeping a guy 
active and in uniform oh, who's God. not going to be able to contribute fully instead of having somebody who's healthy and can contribute in some way yeah, um, suited up. So I, I, if, if it was for, if this weekend, if it was the same thing where he didn't practice and he was questionable and this was week seven or 18 and they had to win to go to the playoffs, then probably lean toward him playing. Mm-hmm. But because that game against Seattle is going to matter win, lose, or draw this weekend, I, I think they're kind of eyeing that game. Good point. Good point, for sure. You want to ask your other philosophical question? Yeah, sure. So, <laughs> so, so Niners versus Dolphins last week, right? It, was, mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily one versus one offense versus defense or whatever, but Tampa. It's pretty damn Mi- close. Yeah, Miami was up there. And I know I mentioned it to Damien and just the way that I typically look at these matchups and thinking back um, off the top of my head, usually when the top defense takes on the top offense, the top defense may not win the game, but they're in control of the game, right? Like it's mm-hmm. not, it's never like, oh, top offense versus top defense and the offense went for 45. Like that's usually not how it works. Why is that, in your opinion? Like, why is it the defense always, more times than not, getting the best of the offense? Well, the Chiefs put up 44 in Week 7. True. So. That's <laughs> why um, I said most of the time. <laughs> um, Man, I, I don't. Or do you do you even agree with that, though? Do you even agree that most of the time it's the defense, the, the best defense it, having, having um, their way with the top offense? Man, um. I I don't know. I've never really thought about like why that is. I think it's just because typically a top offense is like Miami. Miami is so good on fourth uh, on on first down. Like they get into second and short a lot, mm. and from there it's super easy to cook a defense, right? So if a really good defense is able to like a really good example was that remember the play fourth quarter. First and 10, they throw it to Tyreek in the flat. Like, he came on that um, drag route. Mm-hmm. And they got him isolated on Dre Greenlaw mm-hmm. in the flat. Mm-hmm. And Greenlaw got there and just rode him out of bounds for a game of, like, three. Mm-hmm. That's a great defense making a great play and putting the Dolphins in second and seven on a play where the Dolphins are expecting to get a first down. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a play they go to because Tyreek is outrunning nine out of ten linebackers in the NFL. And they get a first down, or they get a lot of yards, and they're in a second and short. But the Niners put them in a second and seven, and puts them in an uncomfortable position. That's not where Tua wants to be. And I think when you go to Sunday specifically, I think Tua was just uncomfortable all game. That's why he was uncharacteris- uncharacteristically missing throws. Hmm. Like the plays were there, he just missed them. And I think you can credit the 49ers defense a little bit for getting him off his spot and for making him go to other reads that he's not used to going to and having to throw over linebackers he's not used to having to throw over. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like he just flat out missed some throws. So um, I, think it's, I think it's a little bit because defenses do a little better job or can do a better job of dictating the offense and putting them in uncomfortable spots mm-hmm. versus the other way around, I think. But uh, it's kind of matchup-based too, I think. I'm going to paraphrase something Kenny said earlier in the week. It feels like this game is kind of setting the tone moving forward. Like there are going to be a lot of overreactions on Sunday night or Monday afternoon one Mm -hmm. way or the other. Because if things can kind of hold steady, 
with Brock Purdy, oh, this is a this is a Super Bowl team. This is all about the right. defense. This is going to be one of the greatest defenses we ever saw. But if it doesn't, especially against a Bucks team who struggled to score a couple of nights ago, needed some Brady magic to get the job done, it's going to be, oh, man, it's too bad about the 49ers. Their whole season got washed away when Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. Yeah, that's a, like that's exactly how it's going to go. And then they'll line up next week, and if they beat Seattle, it's like, oh, they're back. Right. Like, that's how it's gone all <laughs> right. year. But that's, that's I right. mean, that's how it's that's how it's gone all year. Mm-hmm. I just I so to, to to go back to what what Casey said because I brought up the Chiefs. I don't think the Niners' defense is like if they face the Chiefs again. I don't think the Chiefs are hanging forty four on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they face the Dolphins again, conversely, I don't think the Dolphins are being held to seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think quick, the answer is somewhere in the middle. Quick update. I'm sorry as we're wrapping up with 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 Kyle yeah. here. Uh, De'Aaron Fox and Terrence Davis both out tonight. Mm-hmm. That's that's okay. just from the Kings. I do not have anything from Cleveland yet. But De'Aaron Fox. And Terrence Davis both out tonight. Keon Ellis uh, is with the team, and he will be active. Okay. We'll talk more about this. James Ham's getting ready to join us. Kyle, thank you so much, man. We appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, as this is my always. favorite thing to do. I actually believe you when you say that, and that just warms I my heart it. so much. It, it it just warms my heart. He's got his Corners of the Culture ready yes, to die sir. hoodie on that you can get over at D'Lo and Casey. Corners of the Culture was a beautiful thing while it was alive. <laughs> we'll come back. James Ham joins us. We'll talk more about De'Aaron Fox being out when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T Mobile.com. 